Hello, hello everyone. My name is Nyla and I want to thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Greener Thoughts. It's the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, proactive ways you can protect our planet, and more. This episode topic is all about the beauty and benefits of natural hair dyes. Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite Greener Thoughts, review Greener Thoughts where available, and also share Greener Thoughts. These actions will, of course, help Greener Thoughts grow. You can send your voice message by going to anchor.fm forward slash Greener Thoughts podcast forward slash message or send your email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so I want to start off with, of course, uh, our episode announcement. So for all of you, there are a few different environmental holidays to, of course, take part in. Um, some of the recent ones was um, World Conservation Day, which is where we celebrate uh, planet Earth and trying to conserve our resources and try to uh, make better use of what we already have and to protect uh, our forests, our land, um, different ways that we can, of course, you know, protect our planet uh, in sustainable ways. Um, there are different uh, organizations across the world you can be a part of. Uh, many conservation uh, associations, uh, advocacy type of groups, um, and then other type of environmental groups as well. And this sort of focuses um, on conservation matters. Um, Next um, is uh, the second environmental holiday, which is World Soil Day which is where uh, all the soils of the world, there are so many different places of the world where uh, crops and other types of vegetation grow, where animals uh, live and sustain themselves. And we as people, as humans, uh, we, you know, tend to grow different types of uh, plants and vegetation amongst other types of things. We use soil to make that grow. And so uh, December 5th is the day to, of course, celebrate uh, the soil that we have on this planet on our planet and then last but not least the third environmental holiday is International Volunteer Day it's also December 5th so for all those who are a part of uh, places and organizations that happen to you know volunteer if you volunteer your time a volunteer you know goods maybe services of some sort um, very charitable actions, then uh, this, uh, you know, holiday is for you in honor of you. So we thank all the volunteers of the world, all those internationally who give of themselves um, with no uh, need or want for anything else uh, in return uh, for volunteering. So thank you and big shout out to all those all over the world who do volunteer. In other news is the next uh, segment. So I'm going to start it off with one of the first headlines. And it's about the recent winter storm. So winter storm reaches northeast. 
smothering region with first major snow of the season. And you can learn more about that news story on npr.org in the environment section. So the storm actually began um, a little bit before, actually on the West Coast, um, sometime around Thanksgiving. And it actually threw a major wrench in a lot of people's holiday plans uh, and and much for travelers. So it moved um, since um, Thanksgiving, past Thanksgiving, it moved towards the Great Lakes and will uh, remain there uh, earlier this week. So it is moving, uh, you know, very fast as of now, um, because now it's not so much early in the week. Um, So... The effects of the storm can be felt all across the nation, all across the U.S. Um, this past Sunday, actually earlier within the week, um, nearly 1,000 flights were canceled and more than uh, 8,700 uh, people had delays and were delayed, according to uh, Flight Aware. The second headline is all about Vancouver, so shout-outs to Canada. So Vancouver says no more foam food containers. You can learn more about that new story on treehugger.com. So congrats to Vancouver and all my Canadian listeners. Uh, Angelica from uh, her amazing podcast, A Little Bit of Everything with Me. Uh, She loves Greener Thoughts and I love her podcast. She's amazing and I want to thank her always uh, for having me uh, as a guest on it. So shout outs go to her because she lives in Canada. Uh, and so I want to let her know about this, that the city of Vancouver um, is doing you know wonders and is making news in the way of them banning all disposable cups and takeout food containers uh, made of foam. So the ban takes place in 2020 on the first of the year, January 1st. And the ban will apply to a number of different types of um, foam disposables. So um, that pertains to places like all types of restaurants, um, grocery stores, food courts, special events, um, prepared foods on special event premises uh, or premises, um, takeout, uh, leftovers, of course, and uh, also... Uh, you know, just many other types of uh, things, uh, but foam containers is what is going to be banned. And then the third and last uh, headline is all about shoes, specifically eco-friendly shoes uh, that a major uh, shoe company is coming out with. So Reebok reveals world's first plant-based performance running shoe. You can also learn more about that story on treehacker.com. So this new shoe is pretty cool. It's really amazing, but you have to see it for yourself in uh, uh, next year's uh, fall collection. So the Forever Float Ride Grow is made with things like castor beans, uh, algae, eucalyptus, and natural rubber. The eucalyptus uh, in it is the uh, biodegradable upper, and the castor beans is composed as the midsole cushion and then the bloom algae um, is the kind of sock liner and then natural rubber uh, is the real uh, outsole for the shoe 
So, uh, like I mentioned, this amazing shoe, uh, the Forever Float Ride Grow, G-R-O-W, capitalized, uh, will arrive um, in stores next year, fall um, in 2020. So, the news for this episode podcast uh, comes mainly from Mother Nature Network. Amazing side I, you know, talk about all the time, especially in the headlines portion with, um, you know, me talking in the another news uh, segment. And then sometimes I break it up and have it um, featured within the news um, component within the Green Thoughts program. So, For the reason um, of this episode, it's mainly because, you know, even though it's cold weather, um, it's not the same all over the world and people are still, you know, getting their hair done, nails done, all these different things. People are still treating themselves and, you know, I think it's a space for, you know, taking care of yourself. You know, you shouldn't let yourself go really ever, but um, with you taking care of yourself, you may want something different, you know, switch something up in your routine um, every now and again, and something like color for your hair um, is no different. And so with color, um, I kind of wanted to uh, break up the trend and uh, talk about some self-care, something fun. Um, if you're into experimentation um, and expressing yourself, this is the podcast, of course, listen to this episode here um, and give you some really healthy and organic uh, types of uh, dyes, natural dyes, um, a little bit later. And then I want to first go into um, some of the most um, interesting and natural um, types of um, natural uh, hair dyes that are out there, what they're made of and everything, where they come from, and then uh, why the alternative, the conventional kind, are not so good for you. So um, I've, I do feel like this would be an interesting topic, of course, and it's all, you know, beauty, body care oriented. And so with hair dyes, I figured they'd be something really, really cool and really, really, you know, out there. So um, I named this piece oh what a colorful curl it's kind of a play on oh what a wonderful uh, world the the famous song lyric uh and a throwback song um it, it's amazing the uh, types of things i come up with, with these titles but with the first um different type of hair dye we're going to talk about a uh, black current and it's going to be the first of the uh, natural trio so uh, with uh, black currant, it actually um, is being studied by scientists um, in the United Kingdom, and they're now investigating how black currant uh, does for coloring and hair dyeing and the processes there. So, um, Rabena, um, if I'm pronouncing it right, for all my uh, British. Um, and uh, UK listeners maybe out there. Uh, it's a popular uh, drink, the Rabena. It's a popular British uh, fruit drink. Uh, really cool. Um, I'd probably love to have some because I love fruit drinks, teas and everything. Um, it's full of vitamin C and antioxidants. And so with the black currant, it's, it's berries. It's composed of berries. And so they're used to make the Rabena. And so what's left over is this really dense mass, and it's it's amazing. It's chock full of great material, really dense, good stuff. And um, at the University of Leeds, this the the color chemist there, and also the um, organic uh, chemist uh, professor, 
they went ahead and published a paper recently um, about fruit dye waste of these uh, black currant uh, berries and uh, how it is um, really amazing as a, a hair dye. And it's like a renewable power because, of course, nothing really ever goes away. And these berries are used continuously. They are renewable. Um, you can make different types of, you know, budding uh, berry uh, plants from this uh, black currant mass. So it's really amazing there. I will talk about the research study link a little bit later. So within the black currants is um, part of a component called anthocyanins. And these are pigments that make the colors of the berries pop and very much vibrant. You can find them in uh, other types of berries, maybe strawberries, raspberries, um, blueberries, blackberries. And so these pigments, they're also, you know, in flowers and they're also in other types of fruits and vegetables as well. They're very much... Uh, lively, you know, deep, uh, rich colors. And so these pigments, they are um, natural food colorants and uh, they bond with protein. Um, and since your hair is protein, they're the perfect uh, attachment, the perfect um, bond with um, the fruit pigments that are in uh, these uh, types of uh, berries, these uh, anthocyanins, these important um component of uh, blackberries, for example, very uh, um, black currants, for example, they're very important. This is the one thing to remember here. And so um, these fruit pigments that happen to be, these anthocyanins happen to be in fruits, these are really suitable for dyeing your hair because they're so rich in color and, and so rich in, um, in, in its color and its uh, vibrancy. It's packed with a lot of amazing things. Uh, next, I want to dive into uh, the healthiness of henna. We all maybe have heard of henna in some way, shape, or form. Maybe how it stains your hands. Maybe how it's used to beautify the hands in a ceremonial and in cultural and or religious uh, types of events or um, spaces. So... Henna is really versatile and it's really cool because it comes from this powder um, made from this type of plant called the uh, Lazonia uh, Intermis plant. It has leaves and so uh, those are used to be powdered and it's really cool because henna is used for the hair and skin and it's been done so for thousands of years. And so um, with henna it actually activates um, by mixing hot water with the powder into um, like a paste and then it's worked with and it's really cool and since henna is it's it's cool in the way that it comes in varying shades and no shade is uh, like the other and it comes with um, you know different types of neutral type of tones you'll see browner shades and tones and you can mix it with um, other types of things like tea or um, coffee to sort of have a different um, tone to maybe your reds or browns or uh, lighter type of variations of both of those you can also mix henna with oils to enrich it um, things like coconut oil or jojoba oil or even avocado oil 
or maybe almond oil, just any type of other oil um, that will, of course, ensure that your hair is nourished and have it be moisturized and not uh, uh, dried out. And then henna is, of course, safe and suitable for all types of hair types um, and textures. And anyone from any background can, of course, use henna. And then last but not least is the lovely indigo. This is another type of natural uh, dye. And it's used to color hair. It's a colorant. Um, It's used to color hair black. Back in the day, it was used a lot. And, you know, indigo was uh, popularly used in the 19th century and then also in the 20th century. And then um, indigo is used for dyeing clothes like jeans. I haven't really seen too many examples um, of that dyeing process. And then you can also use it um, or may have seen it being used um, in tie-dye projects or if you want to um, DIY your own shirts and sort of customize those, you may have been uh, using indigo or other such colorants to go ahead and dye your shirts. Now I want to um, next dive into the length Um, or the time for um, traditional hair dyeing and how that is, the length of time there and and how that is uh, as it compares to uh, the natural method uh, of dyeing hair. So the natural uh, henna and indigo, um, how that works versus conventional methods of dyeing your hair. So quickly, I just want to break down um, with conventional um, types of uh, dyeing practices for hair. Those, you know, are um, about 30 to 40 minutes, so relatively quick, so within an hour. And then you have to go to a salon. You know, if you're not uh, trained and certified to uh, do something chemically laden like Um, you know, have those conventional uh, colorants and everything for your hair and you don't want to mess up or you're you're a novice to the whole process, then you're going to have to go to a salon um, to have that uh, properly done and have that treatment going there. Versus the natural method, which um, takes a bit longer, uh, more than um, about three times longer than um, the conventional way, so about three hours uh, longer. And um, it's usually less expensive than having the conventional uh, types of coloring treatments. And then it also can be done at home. So it's different than uh, getting your hair done professionally uh, using a boxed, um, you know, different type of coloring that is, um, you know, conventional. And so next I want to proceed to... Um, One of the last sections, so the problems um, of traditional hair dyes. So um, recently there was a recent um, study and it was published in the International Journal of Cancer and it found that permanent hair dyes and chemical straighteners um, may be linked to an increased risk of breast cancer. Now, that may be shocking because you may have been one to color your hair um, often, you know, weekly, um, bi-weekly if you're really, you know, feeling um, wild or maybe every month to every two months, depending. In the study, it was funded by the National Institutes of Health, NIH, and also the National Institutes of Environmental Health Scientists. Now, they tracked 46 
5,700 women in the U.S. And the researchers found a bunch of other things, including um, that they found that in total, um, the permanent hair dye uh, that was connected, um, it was connected with a 9% higher risk of developing breast cancer. Though, also, black women who used permanent hair dye um, had a 45% higher risk of breast cancer. That's extreme. And then women who colored their hair um, every two months, eight weeks or so, um, they also had uh, a bit higher of a um, risk, about 60% higher risk of developing breast cancer. PPD is um, a concern um, for uh, many, especially those who do, you know, dye hair and, and, and those who dye their hair. And so, um, actually the campaign, the campaign for safe, uh, cosmetics, um, actually suggests that it is a possible, um, and potential carcinogen and has, uh, muto, mutagenic, um, effects. So these type of, of effects, um, are DNA altering, you know, if you didn't think that that was nightmarish enough, you know, PPD, um, in those caustic, um, chemically laden, um, you know, colorants and hair dyes, it can alter your DNA. So if that doesn't scare you off hair dyes, I don't know what will. Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the show notes of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. I have a few different type of thoughts when it comes to hair dye and coloring. And so I think for me, you know, if I ever colored my hair, uh, I would want to have it done the natural way. And for me, that would be something like henna, it's always been, I think, my first choice, and I think it was mainly um, influenced a little bit because uh, one of my sisters, my little sister, um, she has dyed her hair like in the past, and uh, it's been really, you know, beautiful, and she's done really well with it, and so I'll get into that a little bit later, but I think that henna is really beautiful. It's just natural. It's not... Um, foreign necessarily as far as you know what its makeup is and it's pretty popular especially in the black community uh, women of course they went ahead and you know took it on by storm especially using it for all their natural hair processes um, I for myself I have super short hair so like a buzz cut and I love it I love maintaining it you know it's a fabulous I always get compliments but that's not why I have it but I'm saying I don't really get the chance to style my hair unless I want to, of course, um, shape it up or maybe do a fade. And I love the beauty um, of hair care, you know, as a self, because it's such a process. You know, hair is such a process. 
Um, and it's such a history, especially within the black community and amongst black women. Uh, we love our hair and it's such a, a ritual to upkeep it and to style it and to wear it with pride with so many different styles, with, with braids, with uh, dreadlocks and with, you know, locks, sister locks. Um, just people love styling their hair and we're no different. We love our hair. Uh, I remember the days way back um, when I had my relaxer. This is when I was like preteen, um, teenager and everything. And then when I got a little bit older, I decided to take, uh, you know, my hair into my own hands. And it's just been such a journey. Um, but when I do decide to maybe switch things up and, you know, do things differently, uh, with my hair, then maybe I will definitely uh, get to coloring it. I just got to pick the color. But henna would definitely be uh, my choice um, if I had, um, you know, a way to go in coloring. I think there is a perception to some degree of uh, DIY hair gurus and of uh, those in the uh, natural hair community or maybe those who, you know, aren't. And so people kind of maybe look down on uh, natural hair in, in the way that it's its methods are and its natural ingredients and it shouldn't be that way. Like we don't have to uh, put chemicals on our head, you know, every month for it to look presentable and presentable to who, you know, that's a, that's a big question. Um, and I think that perception of what beauty is or what beauty uh, perfectly is should be dismantled because beauty is in the eye of the, of the beholder and we can control what our hair looks like and we don't need permission from anyone or we don't need shame or disdain or anything like that. Um, I actually love when I get to, you know, relish in my beauty routines or, you know, body care routines, whatever it is. Um, and, you know, love yourself from the skin that you're in, um, from where you are. So um, g getting to color your hair and having that natural um Beauty care is really, really beautiful, I think. And I know it's just, it's a way of life. Um, but it's also like what you intend to put on your body, what you what you intend to, you know, make yourself as. If you want to make yourself as natural as possible, as clean as possible, as good to yourself as possible, you know, use good quality products with good quality ingredients. You know, you can't go wrong you won't have any of the horrible side effects or health conditions that some women now are wishing that they didn't have because they are using chemicals on uh, their hair and, you know, on their bodies, you know, their makeup routines, their perfume, you know, their, their, the foods that they eat. Just so many different things can cause, um, you know, health defects and conditions and ailments later down the road. And you don't want to be a part of that crowd. Um, with the natural um, hair dye process, um, I do want to point out that there is sometimes, I think, the waste component that everyone overlooks because the containers that are used in hair dyes, I've seen them, uh, sometimes they're plastic, you know, maybe a little bit of, of a stirrer here or there. Um, uh, with the plastic, there's the containers to it, and then the gloves. Um, I, I have yet to see uh, biodegradable gloves or cloths uh, as gloves to be used um, in the hair dyeing kits and process. So I, if I was going to color my hair, I definitely would like to maybe on one of my birthdays or something um, that 
the kits be more conscious when it comes to the waste um, and final um, waste output of the product at the end stage um, after the hair dyeing is complete. That's what I've always kind of thought of um, when I see, you know, hair dyeing and, and types of other kits like that for hair. Um, also, I want to get back to um, my sister's and uh, the way they, they dyed their hair, specifically my little sister, because um, my middle sister, she has not really used hair dyeing at all, really. Um, so, um, yeah, so my little sister, she um, used henna to dye her hair a few different times. It was like a, a, a medium, darker brown, um, I think one of the first times, and she cut it off. Um, and then also grew out her hair just to have that, you know, grow out there. Um, and she dyed it herself, very proud of her. And she did a wonderful job. She didn't go anywhere. She just did it, you know, DIY. And I think there's really something important to, um, you know, the, the testament that you can take care of your own hair instead of paying someone, you know, all the time to take care of your hair. Um, you know, get to know your hair because something uh, may change for you. You may uh, like a different style on you that just works versus, you know, you know, you um, paying someone else and maybe the style doesn't come out so quickly or they're unavailable. And then you have to go to someone else like another barber or another hairdresser or another hairstylist, whatever you want to uh, where to go to want to go to. And, um, you know, everyone is different. Not everyone takes care of your hair. Not everyone knows your hair like you do. Um, so there's that important factor there. Um, I think with the alternatives to hair dye, things like make up the tint, which my uh, middle sister used. Um, I don't use names on the show. I'm not going to uh, disclose any names for the sake of uh, privacy and stuff. And that's why I'm always referring to middle sister, younger sister, etc. Um, just so you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so makeup uh, to tint hair, I think, is really a cute idea, especially if you have that um, gorgeous pigmented um, natural makeup. Maybe something like from uh, 100% Pure um, is is really fabulous, or Origins, like from like Sephora or something. You could maybe, you know, spice things up with your hair and that would be a perfect idea uh, for maybe date night or for Halloween. Something to put on the ends of your hair or a portion of your hair just to switch things up. Maybe if you want to experiment with color um, or with a tease um, instead of going full on uh, and committing to some color. Um, lastly, I want to just reiterate how I, I know that there is a lot of special um, specialness packed into uh, tending to your own hair. Uh, for me, I love when I get to um, do close shaves and work on my fades and, you know, not too much lineups because I love my baby hair. And I just, I love the, the way that I get to sculpt and, you know, shape my hair. And it just works for me, my super short hair, my buzz cut. And it's great. So um, for all those who maybe hate their hair or don't think it works for them or who are maybe scared to try something different, you know, you should maybe try something different. You know, whether it be a new year, a new job or a new place to live or maybe you're, you know, getting into the self-care 
um, lane in your life, you know, doing something fun with your hair, having that uh, natural hair dye, the organic hair dye could really uh, shape up and, and improve something new to you, improve something really fun that you never thought to even think of all because of, you know, a different type of hair color or a different type of shape or the fact that you you stepped out on faith and decided to work on your hair and it's all yours. So you can do whatever you want with it and you get better and better at uh, doing what feels right, what feels different, what feels like authentically you. So I want to next go ahead and jump into some really, really helpful resources um, in the Mother Earth Minutes coming up next. The Mother Earth Minutes is where we review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode. And as always, save Mother Earth. So the message for this episode is that you can give your hair the best and throw out the rest. Give your hair the best it deserves with ingredients you can pronounce that are good for you um, and that strengthen your hair, that enrich your hair, that give you hair that's amazing, that treat your hair like it deserves to be treated with respect, with tender hands, with TLC. Your hair is amazing. Make it last a long time. Be healthy and be strong. With some of the uh, tips I'm going to talk about, they're really, you know, straightforward with the products. But also, the first tip um, I have is to avoid the toxic six. Now, these are um, normally found in conventional um, types of products when it comes to uh, coloring your hair. So, uh, one of the ingredients is ammonia. It has a tell, telltale sign um of being really strong, odorous, um, just really awful smelling. Um, and then the next um, type of chemical uh, is risocinol. Um, and uh, next is parabenes or parabens and then thylates, uh, PPD, which we talked about a little bit earlier, and then also gluten. The second and last tip is all about the different types of brands that are out there currently um, that you can use to, of course, color your hair naturally, um, organically, uh, that way. And so one of them, um, this is all in no particular order, these brands. Um, The first one is Manic Panic, and it's cruelty-free and has been for decades before it was cool. And uh, the second uh, brand is Madison Reed. It is also cruelty-free and it is Leaping Bunny certified. And then uh, number three is uh, Lime Crime. It's also Leaping Bunny certified. And if packaging is really your thing, uh, number four is Aveda. It has tubes um, for its hair color and hair dye setup. And it's really cool because they're 100% wind powered. Um, the uh, tube manufacturing and then they're also made from post-consumer uh, recycled content there. Number five is the Satch uh, Organics, S-A-A-C-H, and they are uh, PETA certified, amazing stuff. Uh, number six is uh, Loguna uh, Herbal uh, Hair Color Creme. And they're also vegan friendly and they're organic henna uh, there. 
Number seven is uh, Herbatint, and they're Italian made, and they're 100% vegan friendly and also halal. Uh, number eight is the Indus uh, Valley Botanic Botanica. Yeah, botanical uh, hair color and it's certified organic and it helps uh, resolve some you know really common hair issues like dryness and dandruff and premature graying for number nine um for those who love wild crazy colors and also want to maybe support um, a brand that you hadn't heard of, you know, opt for something that is really, you know, different. You can support um, a black-owned um, and, and woman-owned brand. Uh, I found one. Um, it was called, it's called My Steak uh, Naturals. So I will uh, spell out the name M-Y-S. T-E-E-K naturals.com and they are a hair color without chemicals and they're an amazing brand and then last but not least number 10 what you can do is search um, hair uh, natural color natural hair color or natural hair dye either of those variations on Etsy I know I talk about Etsy a lot but it's one of the many places where you can find tons of again handcrafted natural um, you know fair fairly fair traded um, products sometimes you know just really great small business oriented uh, places um, you know for all that you need and so Etsy's a great resource for tons of different things and I love Etsy so I highly recommend anyone who loves a natural products organic products and wants to support small businesses uh, Etsy is definitely the place to go ahead and find them fact of the day is that according to the United Nations, four out of five people displaced by climate change are female. Women are more vulnerable because they make up most of the world's poor and are more dependent on natural resources to support themselves and their children. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the November-December 2019 issue. Greener Thoughts wants to hear your story. You can self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and protects the environment. If you volunteer in or work in an environmental company, either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please send me a voice message. Just click on the third lower link in the show notes. Okay, everyone, we've come to the Eco Company Spotlight. And so this is the time where, of course, if you would love for me to review your environmentally related product or service, you can go ahead and let me know by emailing Greener Thoughts or leaving me a voice message. As you all know, I've been reviewing companies for a while now, since February 2019, and I do love it. And so I have a new and different company that you may or may not have heard of called EOS Lips. 
in their amazing lip products. So with EOS, EOS lips, they are the sustainably sourced nourishing ingredients and they have the obsession of soft, healthy lips and skin that makes them what it is today. They are amazing in what they do and they have a lot going for them, especially when it comes to their commitment to something like sustainability. They have partnered up with TerraCycle and they do a lot with that, especially with you giving back um, the uh, contents, the packaging that EOS has, and you get some really great uh, bonuses and amazing types of uh, details they have going in their brigades with TerraCycle. Uh, It's great stuff. You can, of course, go to their site for more. And as far as their site, they have tons of different products on their site. Uh, Though they're most notably known for their uh, rounded uh, type of applicator, uh, lip balms, they also have tons of other products like their hand lotions and also their uh, body lotions and also their shaving creams. Now to contact EOS, you can call them at their uh, toll-free number they have. It's 866-547-4367. Again, it's toll-free, and that number is available Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also email them um, at one of their uh, email addresses, info at uh, evolutionofsmooth.com. Next, I want to talk about my experience of EOS or EOS products. So I love all the products that I've used from them. I love specifically one of the newer products I got and um, bought from them. They're a Product Red uh, product, which um, if you didn't know, I talked about in the uh, last uh, early on um, podcast episode from December. And so, yeah, I bought the Pomegranate Raspberry um, lip balm in the round container from them. I love it. And I bought it from, uh, Amazon, um, I think in 2018 for $3.49, I think plus shipping. Um, and then it's also limited edition. So it's amazing. I love limited edition anything. And it's currently, um, as of this episode, um, being, um, sold on Amazon for like $2.99 plus, um, it'll have free shipping on orders over and greater than $25. Um, I also, um, have used their, um, their pink, um, strawberry, uh, sorbet, uh, balm. I did use and try that. I love the flavors of their lip balms. They're amazing. Um, very much creamy. Can't get enough of it. Um, very thick, which is not always a classic type of um, characteristic of lip balm sometimes because sometimes balmy more so than creamy, but I love it because it lasts longer. Um, and also I like their uh, vanilla bean stick balm. I think I used that and I, it took a couple months, but I, I loved it because I, I like vanilla. It's okay as a fragrance, um, but using that, it's very much... Um, simple because it's not fluffy frilly or or candy uh sweet like vanilla-y too much fragrance it's very light and airy um and so it's just really simple 
great ingredients um, and I also love their shaving cream. It's one of the thickest, most natural uh, type of shaving creams I think I've ever used. And I used the uh, lavender, uh, jasmine type of scent. And I used it and I had it for, I think, two or so years. And because I don't really, you know, use it too much for shaving, like maybe it's um, a different... It's With a cream, it's really, you know, good in the base. And for winter, it's amazing um, because it is really moisturizing. But... I do love that I used it uh, for the period that I used it for. Great stuff. I recommend it to anybody. Very thick, very creamy, gets the job done. It's amazing. So as far as EO Slip products and all the other products, you can of course find them online at their website, evolutionofsmooth.com. And they're also available on amazon.com, ebay.com, also CVS Pharmacy. Um, And they're also available on Target, Walgreens, Walmart, as well as many other retailers across the country and also other places online where available. EOS EOS is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at EOS, all lowercase, again EOS. And then they're also on Instagram at EOS products, all lowercase, one word. They're also on LinkedIn at EOS Products, as capital P. Um, again, EOS Products, EOS. And then Twitter, uh, EO Smooth. And then on YouTube, uh, same as LinkedIn, uh, at EOS, EOS Products. Lastly, to go ahead and contact EOS, you can head on over to their website, Evolution of Smooth and click the bottom of the webpage under help and info and click contact us. Thank you all for taking the time to listen in to this amazing episode. Um, For all those who are interested in learning about hair dye and the process of doing that. um, And then some of the simple trio of hair dyes we learned about today. Um, you can go ahead and pick up, you know, a, a brand that we talked about in the Mother Earth Minutes and go forth and color your hair, have fun with it, and uh, you are, you know, celebrating your hair, taking care of it, and having fun while doing it, and all while using amazing ingredients uh, that won't uh, leave your health uh, down the drain or cause you any harm or pain. So thank you again, again for listening. Be sure to share this episode with someone who's maybe thinking about coloring their hair, someone who always colors their hair, someone who wants to switch things up. And also you can go ahead and recommend and share Green Thoughts and also rate it wherever you are able to rate and search for podcasts. So thank you and you all take care until I talk with you all in the next podcast episode coming up soon. But until then, you all take care. Bye.